Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to Inside Strategic Coach with Dan Sullivan. Dan, I'd like to pick up on certain things that you say that intrigue me that I think other people would be interested in. And one of the things that you said in a recent workshop was you said, as a society, we're training with weights. And I thought that was such an interesting way to describe all of the heavy lifting (laughs) that we're all doing right now. But it puts it in a really positive framework. So what do you mean when you say, as a society, we're training with weights? Well, our freedom to a certain extent has been curtailed. We've been restricted. Depending on where you are, they have restrictions on mingling with other people. They have restrictions of where you can go. For example, home base is in Toronto, in Canada. So we can't go to the United States for the most part. If we apply beforehand and we've got a reason you're you're running a business and things like that, But we haven't really done that. So I think the 13th of March was the last time. And that's more than five months ago now. Actually, it's very, very interesting. Peter Diamandis, who I do a podcast with, Exponential Wisdom. And Peter said that a lot of people think that creativity is actually thinking out of the box. But he said, if you actually look at people who are really, really very creative. They actually operate in smaller boxes. They make the box smaller. And it actually means that you can't just do anything. There's only certain things you can do. And Shannon, you and I have been the great beneficiaries of one thing that we can do, which is use the Zoom technology for expanded podcasts, for lots of walkthroughs and talkthroughs of new concepts that we're doing in strategic coach and we're creating a lot more during this period and i don't think the amount that we've produced over the last five months would have been as great if we had just been in the normal that existed before the pandemic so Mm -hmm. how do you feel about that because we have to do all of our communicating just through one particular medium. We've expanded our capabilities, but we've made much more use of it too. I completely agree, Dan. And it's been one of the most fun things I did. And, you know, connecting with you around our Scary Time series was a definite highlight. And I've had lots of other people tell me that the result of that really supported their confidence and energy and just a more positive mindset. And what was really nice about this is we took an existing level of teamwork and partnership and conversation conversational capability, but then under stress, it just got refined and focused and accelerated, which was pretty exciting. Both of us love new things, so it was an opportunity to jump in and do that. And it does feel like all of a sudden we've been, you know, training more strongly, if you want to think about it that way. You know, the term training with weights is used in athletic training. For example, runners will wear weight vests, an extra 20, 25 pounds or They'll have weights on their shoes or they'll have weights on their wrists. So it's always been a term that was used, but I almost get the idea that society, just everything that people do, which includes social, includes political, includes economic activity, that's been restricted. And my sense is where people actually could do activity, they've probably gotten a lot better at it. And that when full freedom, to mingle and to travel is returned, 
I have a sense that productivity will be much greater. My sense is that when that happens, at least in North America and both Canada and the United States, you're going to see a huge jump in economic activity, especially. I was at a conference, Zoom, <laughs> last Thursday and Friday. Usually takes place in Phoenix, but all of us were in Zoom land. <laughs> and there was a really great marketer by the name of Roland Fraser who was there. And he just gave an amazingly interesting talk about different marketing tools that have become available and have become much more used since people are restricted to Zoom. So the main vehicle that you use for all of them is Zoom, but then they do various different things and there's different techniques and different structures and processes that you can add for your marketing. And he had 16 of them. And he just walked through, you know, maybe about a, a minute each and just said what they did. But then he showed us one from Israel which is an artificial intelligence program which continually evaluates your ads that you use on, let's say, Facebook or you use them on Google. It analyzes them continuously from about 25 different directions and then just tells you the images that are working, the copy that's working. And then if you press a button, it'll reconfigure ads to emphasize the strong points that it's noticed and the copy that's really working and everything else and then it'll try them out for you and you don't have to do anything the technology does by itself well here's the thing that technology and the other 16 that roland fraser put there they've existed they just haven't been used as much but now that people are constrained they're actually developing all sorts of different capabilities that were available but there wasn't an emphasis on why you needed to use them but once we're restricted, then all the energy goes in a much more focused way to maximize a particular capability, which, I mean, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 37 times more users now than there was at the beginning of 2020. So that kind of shows you this enormous amount of emphasis to maximize a single capability. So we're restrained. We're not being allowed to focus on other capabilities and we're not allowed to use other tricks. We have to use these tricks. Well, that whole idea that constraints actually accelerate or emphasize creativity with the right mindset, I might mm -hmm. add, is a really powerful one. Not being athletic much, but I've always watched baseball players as they're getting ready before they swing and the hitters have weights on their bats. Mm -hmm. One of our team members, Slow, talks about how he was practicing, I don't think it was soccer. With rubber bands, yeah. big, huge rubber bands that they would try to run against the rubber bands. And that it was frustrating because they were held back by the rubber bands. But then when they got out on the actual field and were freed up from the rubber bands, they were much quicker and much faster. Right. So you get faster and, you know, baseball, they, all of a sudden without the weights on it, bat just flew through the air. So that's an exciting thing to look forward to. And I really appreciate this mindset, Dan, because if I know that I'm training with weights, I'm going to embrace it much differently than if I'm just resentful of all of the constraints and restrictions and being told you can't do things. So this is a very different way of looking at the current restrictions during the pandemic? Well, I'll give you another example. It's not where the constraint is, but it's that 
there's one part of the economy that's really gone up very significantly, and that's anything to do with home improvement, the supplies for home improvement, the hardware stores, the nurseries. And the reason is people are at home. Mm -hmm. So where they might be on vacations to some other place in the world, or they might be just out, they're having to make their entertainment, they're having to make their home as nice as possible and as comfortable as possible. So because they're constrained, there's this enormous emphasis on making your home life really, really interesting. I've certainly taken much greater notice of, you know, where we live and how it's kept up and how it's improved than I would have if it was life as normal beforehand. Yeah, I've certainly been doing that on my property, my vacation property since I was- A lot of you who listen to Shannon talking that she's very, very gifted with a chainsaw. So on her cottage property in the Northwoods, north of Toronto, she, the trees are nervous when Shannon's around. It's mostly just the dead ones. Yes, yes. (laughs) It's true. Where I was willing to tolerate it before, now I'm going to do something about it. And it's actually my new hobby, which is entertaining for most people. And I've done something on your property too, Dan, Mm -hmm. that we talked about. And I also heard on that note, like Restoration Hardware, which also Warren Buffett has a stake in, their stock is up something like 31% last track, which was really interesting as part of the Berkshire Hathaway portfolio. So yeah, people are investing a lot more in their homes and really refocusing their creativity and attention. So one of the things I just really like about this point of view is Again, it's a real flip, as you are often so great at doing, Dan, of taking circumstances a lot of people would get frustrated at or you know, resentful of and actually saying, okay, how can I use this for my own benefit? So in terms of actually putting this into a practical strategy that someone could take action on tomorrow, how is it that someone could adopt the mindset, you know, okay, I'm training with weights. What's something that they could do to provoke their own thinking instead of just you know, getting grumpy at the fact that certain constraints are still in place? Well, our brains will work with anything that is available. You know, I was trying to think when I had been under this sort of kind of restricted routine where, you know, it's being enforced by law and it's being enforced by social insistence, you know, like Mm -hmm. if you weren't obeying the rules for COVID, you know, the safeguards for COVID, you would be looked askance by other people. So there's a social pressure, but there's also a legal aspect about it. And the last time I can remember when I was under these restrictions was when I was drafted into the army during the Vietnam War, you know, and you were the government's property for two years. You had to dress a certain way. You had to do certain activities, you had to live in restricted circumstances. And I made the best of it. I had a great army career. And the thing to do is not fight against the restriction, but say, how can I develop capabilities by being restricted? In other words, how can I think differently? How can I perform in a better way? What new kinds of ideas do I have because I'm, I'm restricted. So my sense is that the only thing that says that you can't do certain things or you can't grow or you can't 
improve is you. I mean, you're the one who's restricting you. It's not the circumstances who are restricting you. Mm-hmm. One of my great historical heroes, role model, is Shakespeare. And Shakespeare wrote 31 plays and he wrote sonnets. He did it all in one kind of writing form, which is called iambic pentameter. And it's where you have 10 syllables per line. So if you go to any book of Shakespeare and you just open the book randomly and take a paragraph and you'll look at it that there are 10 syllables in each line. And it goes da-da, 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 da-da. Next line, da-da. And he wrote in that. So you say, well, he couldn't express himself, you know, the greatest developer of plots and characters in the history of drama, literature, you know, and he did that. It was just the form, but he got so useful at it. All of our books, the books that we create together for Strategic Coach, when you read them, they're all in the second person voice, okay? So when you open it up, we don't talk about third person people like he, she, or it, or them, or their, or anything, and we don't talk in the first person of I, me, our, we always talk about you, the reader. So if you read one of our books, we're talking to you and we're saying this is true about you and this is possible for you. And it's not an easy voice to write in. Very few people can pull it off, but we've restricted ourselves. We have a hundred books. We're just starting book 24 in 24 quarters. So that's the other thing. We're restricted. We have to have a book at the end of every quarter. It's got a restricted number of pages in it. It's laid out exactly the same. So it's the same form. But I would say our capabilities, Shannon, in book 24 are immensely greater than they were in the first two or three books. I really like this, Dan, because I know for me, it's part of what's challenging about sitting in front of a blank page and trying to write something down. Actually having constraints, having formats, is why I actually want the layout I can write better in a layout than if someone says, just give me a Word document. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my brain doesn't know where to go. So that whole idea of actually setting yourself up with constraints, and Peter's great at this with his challenges and the X prizes and things like that, because those are very set things and they spur your creativity. So if we can look at the pandemic, you know, global shutdown, all the restrictions as actually a chance to really, really, really get refined and get good at those things that probably we already had some instincts or some momentum or some progress towards that. Now it's time to really drill down because these other possibilities have been cut off. You have to decide, you have to kill off those other things. Just before we wrap up, Dan, why is this so critical for entrepreneurs to have this mindset? If they don't have this mindset, what happens? I think that the entrepreneurs take advantage of shifts. You know, when the public has decided not to do this anymore and has decided to do this, The key to an entrepreneur is always to be noticing which direction the check writers are going and the people who pay for things. You know, it's really interesting. The home improvement was one, but a lot of people left big cities and went to outlying areas, to suburbs or to rural areas. For example, since the 1st of March, 420,000 people have left New York City. So the population of New York City is almost a half a million less. And there's a feeling now that a lot of them aren't going to come back. They've gone someplace else. They've moved someplace else. Same thing happened with Los Angeles. Same thing's happening with Chicago in terms of big American cities. 
and my sense is they've been constrained, but the emergence of Zoom as a technology has gotten a powerful idea over to a lot of people, and that is I can live someplace that I really love that really suits me, and it's not going to cost me anything because I can do my business by Zoom. There's a trend which I think is probably global, and that is that you can live local with global reach. You can live anywhere you want to because Zoom gives you global reach. You can conduct business. You can talk with anyone anywhere in the world. doesn't matter where you live, so might as well live where you like to live. The other thing that it's done is that the notion of travel, especially air travel, I would say that a lot of people are now restricting it strictly that I'll travel for pleasure, but I'll use Zoom for work. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I will no longer think of air travel as a thing I do for business or I do it for economic reasons. I do it because there's someplace I really want to go and I actually want to be there and I want to enjoy it. So I'll use air travel for that, but I won't use it for business to the degree that I can eliminate it through Zoom, then I'll do it through business. And that's a big trend. Yeah, I actually had someone say, we were talking about travel as a goal the other day. And he said, well, actually, it's meaningful travel. Mm-hmm. And I related some of what you had just talked about because you've, yeah. you've expressed the same sentiment. And this is interesting to me because in terms of a shift, it's actually something that's been brought up at Abundance 360 for a couple of years. But all of a sudden, it feels like the pandemic has just forced it through the system and the Zoom capability, which we're going to talk about on a future podcast, is something that's just been a giant capability that everyone got at the same time. And it's totally accelerated the trends that are happening, which is pretty exciting. So entrepreneurs, stay tuned for how things are shifting in the world. Dan, thank you so much for sharing your perspective. I know it's very, very useful for me and for a lot of other people. And there's something very exciting and encouraging about the fact that we're training with weights and when we come out of this, we'll be faster, things will be easier, stronger, and much, much stronger as a result. Thank you, Dan. 